Right, for more, Simon Marks is joining us live from San Francisco. Simon, so all eyes will be on the bilateral summit scheduled for Wednesday between President Joe Biden and his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping. But it's not just the main focus of this week-long meeting, is it? What else can we expect? Well, look, there's, there's a vast agenda uh, for this APEC summit here in San Francisco. And over the last few hours, uh, there was fresh evidence of the pressure that is going to be on the leaders that are gathered here uh, for this summit because officials with the APEC Secretariat, uh, which is based in Singapore, but they're here in San Francisco, announced that uh, this year growth across the group uh, is forecast at 3.3%, but it's likely to fall, they said, next year to 2.8%. They said that that was due to the largest APEC economies, by which, of course, they mean the United States and China, uh, taking longer than expected to evince signs of post-COVID recovery. Uh, and a senior official said that a stable relationship between the United States and China would be, under these circumstances, a win-win for everyone. Uh, he said there is a need for the United States and China to re-engage. So that is kind of providing the backdrop to Wednesday's meeting between President Biden and President Xi. The first time, of course, that they will have met in person since the Bali G20 summit uh, of a year ago. It's taken fully a year uh, for both sides even to uh, reach a situation where uh, a fresh meeting between them was possible. There'll be enormous focus uh, on whether the Biden uh, administration uh, gives any indication that it's prepared to ease off on some of the restrictions that it's placed on Chinese technology? Might there be a resumption of military-to-military -military ties uh, between the two countries? What sort of an agreement might be announced on climate change ahead of COP28? All sorts of questions focused on that meeting, but of course there is a much broader agenda here. And for uh, many of the other members of APEC, it includes uh, what is going to take place with regard to the Indo-Pacific economic framework. Officials here say those negotiations are still underway. Many countries pushing the United States uh, to yield a little bit on the concept of market access, uh, although it seems apparent that the Biden administration is holding the line and has no interest uh, in pursuing any kind of free trade negotiations, given that President Biden's focus relentlessly remains uh, on trying to boost domestic production and protect American jobs. But uh, we're waiting here, along with everybody, uh, for, for further indications of where those negotiations uh, over the uh, Indo-Pacific economic framework might be going. Yeah, and if we stay with that theme then, what's at stake for the U.S. coming into this meeting? And what can we expect when it comes to the Biden administration's economic policy and diplomacy with regards to the Indo-Pacific region? Look, there's an enormous amount at stake uh, for President Biden. This is the first time, of course, since 2011 that the United States has hosted an APEC summit. Uh, and President Biden comes to this meeting under pressure. Back in Washington, D.C., uh, the clock is ticking on a possible shutdown of the U.S. government this coming Friday night. There have even been questions raised uh, about whether President Biden may need to cut short his attendance uh, at the APEC summit in order to return to Washington. The White House uh, not at this point being drawn on those questions. And then, of course, there's the question about the future 
future of American democracy, uh, given the resurgence uh, of former President Donald Trump uh, in recent opinion polls here that the Biden administration very much has uh, kind of shrug, uh, tried to shrug off uh, President Biden continuing to exude confidence about his own re-election efforts. But there's no doubt that that tapestry uh, behind President Biden puts him under uh, some considerable pressure as he heads to San Francisco to face requests from many uh, countries in the Asia-Pacific region uh, that want the Biden administration to go further, particularly on liberalising uh, approaches to trade, than President Biden seems willing to take. So uh, it will be fascinating, I think, uh, to watch precisely how this all plays out over the course uh, of this week. Uh, the United States determined to show that it's deepening its engagement with the Asia-Pacific region, uh, but not necessarily uh, willing to go as far as some of the leaders gathered here would like President Biden to travel. Yeah, thanks very much, Simon, for getting us up to speed. President Biden certainly has a lot on his plate this week. Uh, Simon Marks reporting from San Francisco.